morning tip. Good afternoon. It is December 7th, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limanos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? Once again, I come to tell all of the nice listeners the long national nightmare is over. The Patriots are number one in the AFC, the entire AFC, not just the AFC East, but we are for sure also number one AFC East. Seven wins in a row. It was, what would you call it? Was it a monsoon yesterday? I don't know. I don't think maybe you can't have a monsoon if there was snow, but there was snow earlier on, but during the the game, just a ton of wind. It was a little hard to see uh, play to play, but you could definitely tell by the play calling and uh, the way the ball was moving, it, it must have been wild to, to be there in person. Zach, do you think you could have won the game yesterday playing quarterback? <sighs> I think I might have had a shot. I mean, uh, how many passes? Oh, oh, what do we two it completes two out of three passes. That's that's it. So just three passes in a two, football game. Two out of three uh, for for nineteen yards. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't run the ball himself more, but. In the first half, there was one pass that he technically completed for 12 yards. He threw it uh, over over the head. Uh, was I can't remember if it was uh, if it was Hunter or the uh, or if it was our other tight end who, who jumped way up one handed was able to just kind of tip it back down to himself. And I don't know if that was the reason or just in combination with the continual wind that the. There was no pass plays called. I, I, midway into the second half, texted you and said, I, I think we're going to have to pass it. Not a whole bunch, but at some point. And I'm just surprised that even with McDaniels calling the plays, that just at some point, they wouldn't have just stacked everyone absolutely in the box and forgot about a split end or something, and Mac wouldn't have uh, audibled out of it. I, I feel like you got to blame the the bills for not countering for that that seems like an easy conclusion there that they could have countered these guys are not throwing the ball there's only one other way to play offense here why don't we defend that other way like why are we worried about this at all it was almost like they were waiting for that counter that play action the one time and be like yeah we well, we were ready for this pass but it never came it never happened there was never any pass on the never flip came. side on the flip side of that, I feel like it was almost like a honey trap of being like, well, man, the weather's so bad. We're not throwing any passes out there at all. And the Bills are, meanwhile, like, Psh. meanwhile, I'm just going to laser these all the way to the left side over here. Some impressive tosses for Josh Allen. An unbelievable drop by Diggs that probably should have been a touchdown. But I, I that assume. That was weird because he, he definitely had his head to the inside and then turned to the outside. And I thought he did that with plenty of time. I mean, for sure, I, I imagine the ball's got to be kind of jostling around in the air. But it, it seemed the way it, it, it hit his hands, almost like he he was surprised by it. Like he, maybe he didn't, maybe he had turned his head around, but hadn't tracked the ball or something. But I, I thought that was for sure a touchdown. It's it's unbelievable that he dropped it. It's even more unbelievable that he, Josh Allen was able to make that pass. That was a bomb. It was to the outside. It was accurate. It hit a guy in stride. It, it moved a ton in the air, though, was more of my point. It was, it was like, I don't know how he played it off the wind like that. But either way, I, I them throwing the ball and making plays like that, I assumed just one of them was going to get tipped and we were going to pick it off and that was going to be it. 
Now their last play that we we kind of win the game on on the on the over there. I don't know who he was throwing that ball to, but that felt like the one where we finally baited everyone into throwing the ball. Uh, an impressive win for the defense, though, right? Like I think the headline of everything right now is that Mac only throws the ball ten times. We run the ball the entire game. We're three ahead. times. You only threw it three times. Three times. Whatever. It doesn't doesn't even matter. It, the defense is the reason we won the game. Once again, they close it out for us. This is an awesome defense, and I Big believe time. the Bills are supposedly an awesome offense. So, is this this the actual validation? Like, what? When do these wins start actually meaning something? Because even us, I feel like as they were going along, were well. If you look back at our past wins, you know Houston's not that good. You know we played the Jets. Other teams didn't have this. You know we played the Titans or whatever without Henry. This one, this one counts, right? No, no excuses on this one. I think the only excuse you can make is that the the weather was really bad. But I think part of the weather being really bad is the preparation. Where I don't know how other teams feel, but when I start before a game, seeing ooh, there's a wind advisory, see a video of the 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 field goal shaking, and then I'll look and oh, guys are warming up in the snow. I get more excited. I get more confident. As you should. The, the Belichick teams are always prepared. That being said, I believe there was a report yesterday that this was the first time Mac Jones has seen snow. Is this a joke, or are you no, concerned at all about no. this? No. That, that was an old tweet. That was a tweet from, like, 2015 that he had said. But that did have uh, me looking up. Where is uh where's Mac Jones from? And I believe he's from Florida. He's definitely from from down south. So that all checks out. But Brady's from California. So it's it's a mindset. You you can turn it around. And I think I think Mac Jones is ready. And uh, I guess maybe he wasn't ready. Maybe 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 that's why he only passed it three times. I don't think he was ready. I think that's like the actual truth right now. And it's gonna come out in a playoff game where. Another team is going to be like, well, we're not going to let you throw the ball only three times. And if you are going to do that, we're going to put everybody in the box. We're going to beg you to throw the ball. And they, did, I feel like Buffalo, even with the weather being the way it was, didn't do that to us. They didn't beg us to run to throw the ball. They did, I, I don't know. They're, we weren't even disguising it, I, I, I don't feel like. I, I don't pretend that I'm, a, I'm an expert. But looking at it, it was... Everybody all all the way in, and you know, not not exactly goal line for formation, but just oh, if I were to guess, you're gonna run out of this. You got big burly dudes in there that are gonna try to push the other guys out of the way, and you don't have many wide receivers out there. It wasn't like we're spreading everybody out, and then you're gonna run it to try to go counter. It was no, we're we're, we're gonna run it, and we're gonna do it some more. And after that, uh, even a little after that. I don't. To my knowledge, if Stevenson's in there, that means we're running the ball. We're not throwing it to him. So it's either a pass play to someone else or it's a run with Stevenson. If we're not passing it to anyone else, it's a run with Stevenson. I just I saw the pattern. I don't know why any, no one else did. It's, but I also was just shocked that these guys didn't score any points on us. Like our defense again coming through big. I, I think that's a something to look forward to. We got a, we got a bye week next week. And an extra bonus birthday gift for Zach this week here, where the Bills, who we just beat could be on a bit of a losing streak right now as they're going to run into Tom Brady this weekend and we get to we get to be Brady fans all over again. Patriots are on a bye week. We're going to root against the Bills. It doesn't really hurt us if Tampa Bay wins. This this is this is the best birthday gift ever, is it not? It's definitely good. Uh I I think the last time the Patriots played on my birthday 
was in college and I think it was against the Jets. And I really think that we lost to the Jets. And I think that was all day long. I, I think I wore my Tom Brady uh, jersey, was very confident and just talked a bunch of smack and then uh, kind of got came back to bite me. So I, uh, I had confidence coming into this one, especially once I saw the weather. But to actually close it out, uh, definitely in that fourth quarter where we were in control, but we only had we had less than a less than a touchdown lead. So a similar digs play happens and we're in trouble because I don't know how we were going to make it down the field if we're not throwing it at all. And just, just, the, just the timing of it, you know, you need to get out of bounds. You need incompletions to stop the clock. It, it seemed like if they score, I, even with like six minutes to go, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. So I was glad we were able to, to, to close it out. Well, we'll see where the bills end up right now. We were kind of, we're kind of in the driver's seat a little bit. Our, our schedule is favorable the rest of the way out. The Bills, I mean, they're, they're getting Tampa this week. they got to play us again, even if we split. At, at, in Foxborough. In Foxborough. Where it might snow. It probably will snow. It's going to be cold. I don't think that's going to phase Buffalo quite as much, but I'm curious to see Mac Jones in some cold weather going forward. I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I'll be, I'll be honest. This is very revealing. I mean, I can't think of another game where they didn't allow a quarterback to throw the ball more than three times where he played the whole game. Like, there's there's guys like Taysom Hill who don't even start games sometimes that throw the ball more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I have concern for that. Um, It was, again, a very wacky week of football. I don't know what teams are good See, or what teams are bad. you said that, and you've said, you said that in the past, but... I thought that this week went much more chalk than it's been going lately. Right, you must have a well, – actually, maybe you have the correct opinion of Minnesota then. I, I don't know what to think uh, of them. If you, if you take a, a – a, let's go. We'll, go. we'll go one by one. Cowboys beat the Saints. That, that, was, that was a favorite. Bucks beat the Falcons. Normal. Cardinals beat the Bears. Normal. Chargers beat the Bengals. They beat them down pretty good. That could be kind of like a raise your eyebrow game. Yeah, that, that was. Uh, we'll that was come suspicious. back to the to the Vikings Vikings Lions one. Uh, Dolphins beat the beat the Giants. Eagles beat the beat the Jets. Colts beat the Texans. The Texans are bad. Maybe a little bit of an eye raise. And Washington beat the Raiders, but the Raiders seem like they've just been sinking more and more. Rams beat Jags. Uh, the, the, this is the, probably the biggest upset was the Steelers over the, over the Ravens. And then, yeah, you know, chiefs over, over Broncos. I, it seems, it seems much more shock where the, in the past weeks, I definitely would agree with you. So when you mentioned that in the, the, the pre-show, I was like, Oh man, I got to really reach out to him on what games you were thinking went uh, against uh, what, what you were thinking. Well, you're being, this is, this is <laughs> all right. The Patriots were underdogs. That, that's one right there. Never a doubt. Okay, there's there's some Homer bias coming out right now, especially after the very very current success within twelve we hours. Were, we were we were on the road for sure, and you weather and all, all that, but we were only a three point underdog. It wasn't like we were a double digit, and we really came out of nowhere. That that's as close to a coin flip pretty much as you can get. It it was a big win. It it was not what I expected to happen. I really thought Josh Allen and the company was just going to come out and show us. Ooh, by the way, we're really good. Like Mahomes has done that in flashes so far, where it's like, oh wow, yeah. six touchdown days. Like I forgot. Like you forget sometimes. You see them struggle week in and week out, and suddenly they just have that everything clicks again. I thought that was gonna happen, but you know we're prepared and ready to go. So once again, Patriots are on top. Oh man, 
nobody nobody's ever gonna listen to this podcast if the Patriots <laughs> continue to win I, I feel like it's to our detriment it, it it it's almost it's almost like oh here we go again all the all these guys do is talk about that I was like well sorry we're talking about the teams that are winning like we could talk about the teams that should be winning. It's not just any team. It's the it's the number one team in the like I said in the AFC area right on the top with a with a seven game win streak, the longest one in the in the NFL. All right. Do you want to talk more football? Do we talk Vikings, uh, Detroit? Like, do we do we want? Sure. Well, that was Detroit's uh, first win, so always good to just not have a uh, zero win season. Just a, a little bit of a. A little bit of a bright spot. Uh, they dedicated the win to the uh, the Oxford community. There was a uh, school shooting there uh, last week, so thought that was a uh, a classy move. Uh, try to help out a a crappy situation. The crappy situation is that they their defense couldn't stop Jared Goff with thirty seconds to go, and and came down to the last play. It, I think it was fourth and. I don't know what t- twelve or something with two seconds left, and uh, there you go, bang, done. That's it. All, all you got to do is stop the worst offense in the league, and you win. But Minnesota's the head scratching one where there's weeks where oh man, like I, even you look at the numbers this past week, Cousins wasn't bad. Like I think he had like three hundred yards, two touchdowns. I don't I don't know if he had any interceptions, and and they still lose to Detroit. I don't know. I, we're not gamblers really on this, but I don't think that's a team you you ever touch the rest of the year. Maybe, maybe even next year. I stay away from Kirk Cousins. I I, I never know <laughs> what's gonna happen. I never know what's gonna happen. Like, is that a good team? Uh, like, I, I I we like Jefferson, right? I think we Thielen's pretty good. Delvin Cook is out, or when he's healthy, he's good, or whatever. Like, what's 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 not working with this team in Minnesota? I think it just might be one of those problems where it's you got the the fantasy guys that you know, but you know, the, the, the line's not what it needs to be. And uh, I, I agree that uh, what you said, uh, Kirk had 340 yards passing two touchdowns. You expect that to be a, to be a W. That should be good enough to beat Detroit, especially. And what is Detroit doing? Trying to win this game too. Like I get going for the home run at the end here, but I, I believe I, you got to believe that they were shocked when they like, Holy crap, it worked. Like, we, we we swung for the fences, our eyes closed and everything, and, and we won. Like, we actually made connection here. <laughs> uh, it's it's a funny win. I'd, I'd say that just makes it a bizarre week with just that happening. But maybe, maybe like I said, maybe you know the actual definition of that Minnesota team that I'm just refusing to believe because, like I said, there's a lot of good pieces on that team. I think there's a lot of pieces that and players that you would want to have on any other team, You would and you would be improved by it immediately. Uh, five and seven, so you know your record. Uh, record doesn't lie. Yeah, well, it's their first win. It will likely be their last win. Yeah, probably. The Lions. Yeah, that's probably it, right? They're not doing another one. They, they want the pick. There's no point in going. What, what was it? Zero and twelve, or whatever they were going into it. <laughs> and winning one game, and then being like, "Yeah, let's rattle off a couple here at the end." Uh, no, like you're. <laughs> You've you've kind of made your bed. You got to live in it now. It's no, a committed see, strategy. that's the difference between being in the in the front office and being on the team. If you're on the team, I, I don't think that you're just completely on this. Like this is awesome. I love having uh, failure uh, weekly. 
And you, you and you as a player, you don't want to just have more guys come in to take your spot. It, it's your job. You would you would like to to hold on to it, but I, I think it's more of a like what what do you have as a as a team? There, there's a reason that they're that they're one in ten. Well, all seems the same in Detroit. All seems the same in New England. We're going to transition into basketball now, where it all seems the same in Golden State. Although maybe Phoenix is. Uh, Got something to say about that? Their their win streak is now the the longest in the league, correct? Uh, with the Suns defeating the Warriors uh, one more time, and then the Warriors coming back and winning, no. right? Which what which way? No, because the uh, so the Suns beat the Warriors, and then the Warriors beat the Suns to end their end their win streak. No streaks so for anybody. Neither of them have neither. They 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 both have uh, one game win streaks right now. The longest win streak, uh, we, we, we could circle back, but the longest win streak right now is the Houston Rockets with six. And I'll just point out, they've only won seven games. So no idea where that's coming from. That's a weird one. And the other one that I want to point out is the Memphis Grizzlies are on a five-game win streak right now. They are number four in the West. But maybe more impressive is that on this five-game win streak, they've never uh, – not led the entire game they've never trailed they've been they've never trailed the entire game for all five it's like never happened before do they play anyone i mean it doesn't matter even if you play a bad team it, it your lead changes are you, normal you don't even yeah. just go down two nothing yeah they beat uh uh this, this is an order uh kings raptors thunders thunder mavericks heat so you got a yeah, you got, got Kings and Thunder mix, in there. Mix in there. Yeah, Kings. And you, you also have the the Mavs and the Heat. So yeah, it's it, it's yeah. a mix. See, Occam's back. I saw he had some points this week. Yeah, the NBA is really getting uh, hit with uh, with COVID pretty hard right now. I'm surprised there's not more. I'm gonna call it general discussion and maybe some of the the conversations about like, hey, should we? Be thinking about a bubble, or should we be thinking about is this really like the best way to be going about things? Uh, fantasy, I feel like I'm just getting decimated, and it just seems like every day, uh, you, you hear oh, going into uh, safety protocols, and uh, I'm, I'm just surprised I'm not hearing more more talk on it. Last week in fantasy, I was able to capitalize off of those. This week in fantasy, I'm getting punished off of all of it. Everybody's out. Everybody's in protocol. It's it's not looking great this week. It's like I, I got an advantage last week, and it really came it's around like to bite me. It's like half the Charlotte, Charlotte team. Yeah, LaMelo's out. Uh, that's not helping me. It, it is just weird, though, but Scary, I scary. also think it's it, – it, it, this is happening everywhere else, too. Like, this is how it is in day-to-day life at work. This is how it is at school. You're, it is, you know, around group of group of friends, family. With these, I'm sure Thanksgiving was the same way. Everyone – who had who got tested after if anyone tested positive like it's just this is happening this is this isn't going away it's winter time right now this is just supposedly even worse and i i don't know what it's i don't know what it's gonna end i feel like this is just a constant concern this is the point where it's not even being covered it's just you are used to it this is this is how the way just, life this is, is this, this is how it is yeah hmm. it, i what what I don't know why we would be looking for a new way to do this. Like, don't you think that was already discussed and we did it with the bubble and then there was a compromises? Uh, uh, 
to get to where I, we're at. I'm not at. saying that I that I think we we should do it. I'm just surprised that I'm not seeing people suggesting it. Yeah, for our for our fantasy teams, these are the the priorities of the of the league here. They they need to they, they need to get everyone healthy. They they need more mandates, more rules, more rules for everyone to lie about. Oh man, what's you think they're lying about it? No, I don't know. I, that was more of a shot at like Antonio Brown and whatever other guys are. I suppose Aaron Rodgers for. I I, I don't know if it's lying, but it's misleading. I I, I think that's the. I, I don't know what, what's the the, the Clemens misremember mis certain things, you know. I, <laughs> I just I don't like it. I don't be straight with everybody. If you don't want to get it, that's fine, but don't don't say you got it and tell everyone else you got it and you you didn't actually get vaccinated. That's that just seems like the that seems like the worst way you could be. Like hey, I'd even respect you more for just not getting it. I'd rather you say that than lie to me and say you did and, mm -hmm. and you didn't actually. This, these are uh well there's gonna be some more uh consequences uh coming up for the the unvaccinated the nba sent a memo out and it sure sounds like if you go to play the raptors you are probably gonna have some trouble getting back into the united states uh i don't know if this is i don't think this is specifically an nba issue i think this is a united states issue that has spilled over into the nba but how many guys in the NBA still uh, aren't vaccinated that are, that are actually playing? I, I thought that number's got to be super small, right? Yeah, I wonder if Toronto's going to be able to capitalize off of this, whether there's a couple players missing. <laughs> but it, it makes sense. It makes sense, and I think we knew that rule going in, it, and it shouldn't change. It, it's, it's another country. It's not just, you know, I mean, we shouldn't be messing up state by state either here, but at least we're all kind of under that same umbrella. I, you know, Canada doesn't need to be taking the risk. Why should they take our risk? That that seems silly. This this doesn't surprise me. It's 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 this the way it is right now. It's 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 awful. It's it's almost as bad as Zion suffering another setback because it just feels like we're never going to get that back either. Yeah, that's looking uh, that's looking worse and worse. How many games did I predict Zion was going to play this year? I don't remember. It was, it was, it was not like, fun. I think it was 12. I, 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 tried I, think it was to, I tried to forget it immediately. And now now my new prediction is I don't think he's going to play at all this year. I'm guessing a goose egg now. I bet Ben Simmons plays more games than Zion this year, and I think he plays Wait, I zero he games. Said, I thought you said Ben Simmons was going to retire. Yeah, he ain't going to play anything. He ain't going to play any more games at all either. I'm not sure we're ever, ever going to see Zion play again either. This, this seems like this is – how it's going to be until he gets traded to a team he actually wants to show up and play for. Because this season's yeah, over. Like, what, are, what is he even working to get back for right now? He's just working to get back to yeah, actually just play because this team's not good. Pelicans are dead dead last in the West. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah, dead last. You know, you talk about the Rockets having a six-game win streak. I've seen the Thunder beat the Lakers a couple times, and maybe that says more about the Lakers and the Thunder, but it's a win, and it's something – the Pelicans have – they can't even sniff that. They're not even close. So, I, I don't I don't think Zion's going to – I don't think – this is terrible. Uh, Zion's not going to play this year, guys, all right? No Kyrie, no Simmons, no Zion now. Add them to the list. They, you, you can put them on your wish list. They're not coming back, though. I, I don't think it's going to happen. And, and is, it just, they, is, it, is it too much to not want some, some good news? Well, the Rockets won six in a row. I'm sure that's good news. They've been struggling. No, no, I mean for Zion. Just 
Well, how about want to see? How about see out there wait, playing? Wait, wait. I, how about can we talk about uh, Zion's uh, college school? Maybe we could do that. Is is there some good news we can report about that? Is the ACC a good? Are we good? Is it a good conference or? The ACC is not a good conference. Oh, okay. We can confirm that now because there was a there was a question mark on that at the end uh, of the last podcast where I think Duke was number one in the country and there there was there was very small whispers of maybe 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 nobody's good in the ACC and I don't know it started to feel like that might be kind of true. Uh, even you voluntarily admitting that right now says a very concerning thing about the ACC. I don't know if Syracuse ACC, is going to get in now. <laughs> There's still, still, uh, we're we're getting closer and closer to uh, to conference play, where you don't play anybody else, so it's going to be hard for teams to move really far up or down, and Duke is the only one in the AP top twenty five in the ACC, which you might have people may have forgotten with COVID and how things work in basketball, but normally the ACC has six, seven, maybe even eight teams that make the tournament. So you got a handful of them that are going to be in the, uh, in the top 25 and oof, it's, it's not even close. End of an era, man. All these old school coaches. Uh, I mean, what happened to North Carolina? They're, they're not going anymore. What about all these, uh, like Florida state? I thought these were like some sneaky teams that would somehow always make the tournament and they'd be like a 12 seed or something. There's nobody. I, I would like to think it, it's going to change, but like I said, pretty soon we're just going to be playing each other. So it, 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 I, I don't know how you're going to be able to, to move up unless you really make a run or you really make a statement week after week after week. But if you know, yeah, well, you beat teams that aren't good. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Well, is there any other college basketball you want to talk or you want to go straight to college football? I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little bit here. Uh. Duke is uh, in the, the midst of uh, no games for, for two weeks. So a little, little bit of downtime. We're kind of in between. I think I might have mentioned this uh, last week, and I don't remember. I still I remember telling somebody this, that uh, we're in between kind of Thanksgiving games and Christmas tournament games. So in the next week or so, stuff will start kind of rimming back up a little bit. But for, for right now, there's a little bit of a lull. Football just had their championships. So it's kind of like, their 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 time and basketball i mean it kind of always takes a takes a back seat for for most people but even uh for basketball fans kind of takes a little little step back is you know these, these student athletes they gotta take their finals they gotta focus do some studying <laughs> well i mentioned the patriots are back the warriors are back alabama seems to be back as well for college football coming up with a huge win this week I don't know where that's going to change uh, in these settings. Have they announced the the playoff yet? Yes, yes, that came out yesterday. Who's uh, who's in and who's out, and why should we watch this? More or less, what are you going to sell me on? Is there something I should be watching? And that's that's more of what I'm asking. Well, like you said, Alabama, they they had the the, the loss coming in. Uh, they were an underdog. we we're, were not expected to uh, to beat Georgia. I believe Georgia hasn't let up over 17 points all year, had 24 points at the half. So Alabama came to play. Uh, unfortunately, one of their, their main guys uh, tore his ACL, so that's, that's never good. But the guys that were out, uh, I had kind of written off that Notre Dame uh, didn't, didn't have a shot, 
And then one of the first games uh, that happened, because all the all the all the main games were on were on Saturday, so the main one in the afternoon was uh, Baylor upset Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was at five, where Notre Dame was at six. So I was like, "Ooh, we could uh, something could happen here." But the way that it worked out, couldn't quite get one other team to uh, make an upset. So so it didn't work out. But the the way it's going to work out is it will be Cincinnati undefeated Cincinnati playing Alabama followed by Georgia playing Michigan. Now, Georgia and Alabama have both been there before. Cincinnati has, has not, uh, I don't think, not, not sure about Michigan, but Cincinnati, it's uh, not really many non-Power 5 schools get in. So this is going to be a unique situation. They're always talking to the little guys, saying, oh, we need, just need a shot, you just need a shot, just need a shot. Okay, well, now you're going to get a shot, and I have to go against Alabama. Congratulations. So, <laughs> Good luck. Oh man, that's. <laughs> but yeah, I the mean... reason that you're gonna uh, that for for you to watch is these games are going to be New Year's Eve kind of afternoon night. So the first game's at three thirty, and the next game's at at seven thirty. So as you're getting ready for whatever your New Year's Eve plans are, perfect. You can be watching these uh, these games. I mean, there's going to be a ton of ton of bowl games, but I I, I like the 3:30 and the 7:30 start. You're already going to be staying up till midnight anyway, so I, I'm just hoping for uh, for for some good games. I'd be shocked if I was up at midnight this year, but we'll we'll see. I I I would be. Shocked. Oh, I didn't realize how old you were. Yeah, no, I I don't even think I made it last year. I definitely didn't make it last year. I, <laughs> no way. Uh, I got I got, I got the not, day off. It's not it's not exactly like three in the morning. I got I got the next day off. I'm not I'm not wasting my night doing that. I don't know. I, maybe I will. We'll see. I I can't imagine myself doing that. I'm probably not gonna even watch any of these football games. I will watch the the championship of whatever the winners are. Oh, maybe I'll dabble in the the late game of this one. But so you think we're gonna? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you sure it's not you know too too far past your bedtime for you to be able to stay I, up on on a Friday? I will still be working. It was more of my point. We will be open on New Year's Eve. Oh, then you're definitely gonna be up till midnight. No, we're closing early, so I'll, I'll probably oh, miss okay. the, the the first game. So we'll, we'll close a little gotcha. early. Although, gotcha. God damn it! At this, at this rate, we'll see if we're ever open again. Who knows? I don't know. This this COVID thing it it, it bites everything. It, it it never stops. It's an endless cycle of worry. It's constant concern and then we're not like a huge staff here so even if everyone tests negative one's positive and it's it's just a nightmare it's just a nightmare of coordinating everybody's been around everyone so it's like a constant okay so are we good and then one more and then it's yeah, like and no, the kitchen we're not is not good. a very very big spot no so no, you don't but... you don't you don't have the option to do too much social distancing and like you said once you find out someone's had it it's like well we've definitely been interacting with each other yeah like, they a, you're not outside. You're yeah. You're in a, in a small confined area. It's it's a vicious cycle of well. I don't want anyone to feel not safe at work either. And I'm not saying you, this. Is, everybody's vaccinated, so even if you do get it, like you're, you're gonna be fine. But I don't want you to get it either, and I don't want it to be. You get it, so someone else was irresponsible. So I'm trying to like put on a lot of responsibility on everyone else, and so far everyone's doing it. But with that responsibility comes time off when you got to take time off and. For some people, that's fine, and for some people, they're just missing out on the hours, and that's that's not a good feeling either. So that's, I mean, I don't know what. There's no like aid or anything for anyone like that. Like this has happened to a variety of restaurants and businesses across the country, and I don't know, like what you're supposed to do. I, I I'm sure there's something we could have done 
earlier than we probably did during the pandemic, like prime season. But now I don't, I don't know. Like this is still going on, and it it, it just sucks for everyone. It's 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 not fair to us. It's not fair to the employees. It's not fair to the customers. It it sucks for everyone. Well, now we got this got this new variant we got to deal with. Yeah, I know. This is uh, this is the way of life. This is this is the way it is. How do you do? Do you know? Do you know how to pronounce it? No, I'm not even gonna bother. I I'd rather never hear the word ever again. I, I no. Let's let's talk about anything else. Uh, anything else? How how about you talked about Notre it, Dame? Is it a Greek word? Notre Dame is out with uh their head coach as well. He uh I think his bags might have been packed before a game or two here. It, it seems uh seems he had some interest of uh parting ways with them apparently. Uh not not at your typical school uh coaching opportunity, so I I guess uh, heading over to LSU is a a pretty big deal, I'd still say, right? Definitely. So he had been at Notre Dame for uh, 12 years, a uh, lot of success, had taken us to the uh, college football playoffs three times, uh, liked him as a coach. Uh, he didn't seem like uh, like the, the, the type of guy that I would want to be coached. He just seemed just like uh, an absolute jerk. I feel like every time you saw him, he was yelling at somebody, just always had this look on his face that he was miserable. But guess we can't be uh, too surprised because he left Cincinnati in similar fashion, kind of right before the bowl games. It's definitely uh, goofy how this goes down in uh, in college sports, where like the, the season's still going on, and we didn't we we're not in a conference, so we didn't have a, a conference championship to play in. But like I said. It, maybe it wasn't quite a coin flip, but it was very much in the realm of possibility that we were going to make the, 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 the playoffs and he would have been gone. So that would have been super weird. Uh, what is interesting is our new head coach is the uh, defensive coordinator. He's, uh, he's only 35, and we're keeping our offensive coordinator, who's Tommy Reese. He used to be the quarterback uh, for Notre Dame back in the day. He's only 28. So we got some super young coaches and i know it's just one of those things as as you get older you get closer to the 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 coaches ages than the players age but still seems like these are some young guys so hoping uh we could start off with some success we uh have the 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 bowl game that that we're in on new year's day at uh at one o'clock so the, the playstation fiesta bowl so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get a, a get a W and start this uh, this Marcus Freeman era off uh, off right. But yeah, Brian Kelly uh, headed to to LSU. Wow. Uh, oodles oodles of money, but you, you'll you'll be playing in the in the SEC. So if you thought maybe that's what you needed to make the jump, they are not too far removed from a uh, from a from a national championship. But uh, I guess they uh, there, there's a video going around. So he goes down there and he's, uh, you know, addressing all the, all the fans. And it seems like all of a sudden he's kind of got a, uh, Louisiana accent all of a sudden. Oh yeah. That that's, so that's fascinating. That's actually embarrassing. So there's been some, uh, some teasing going on there, which I think is, uh, it's funny in the, in, in the grand scheme of things. But I think my favorite comment was the, uh, the previous coach, uh, Ed Ogeron. If uh, if you have not heard Ed Ogeron talk, you should uh, you should definitely uh, listen to him in an interview. Uh, he's kind of like the real version of the 
assistant coach, I think it is in uh, in the Water Boy, where it's just you just cannot understand what he's saying at all. It's like, just just back and forth. And so the the, the comment was wanting to hear uh, wanted Ed Ogeron to get the job like somewhere in Boston and have him have all of a sudden have a have a Boston accent. <laughs> Well, I, for me, that, that that is funny. But the, the the fascinating part about this is that it it doesn't feel like how much of a step up of of a program power ranking is, is LSU over Notre Dame. Like I feel like when you when Brian Kelly lives leaves Cincinnati for Notre Dame, okay, that that makes a leapfrog jump. That makes sense for me. That's not nothing against Cincinnati, but I'd I'd, I'd rank Notre Dame as as a as a better job over that. And but. For me, yeah. I, I think Notre Dame, maybe it's just historically it feels like this. And, but even recently, like you said, there's new success of recent, if not a lot more than kind of most of our lifetime. That feels like a really, really long time ago when they were a dominant team. But leaving for LSU, which, yeah, I, I agree, it's a step up. But I wouldn't say, you're not, like, what, like what was so bad about Notre Dame that you really wanted to leave that behind to get offered that much more from LSU? Like, is it? That that for me is, doesn't seem like that much of a jump and a real improvement. Like that just seems like he wanted out of Notre Dame and this job was available and he's he's just there because Notre Dame essentially hiring from within is the, is what they should be doing because they can't be risking guys leapfrogging for for an LSU position. Like you just breed them yourself and then they'll have loyalty. Well, you say you say uh, like like risking it, but I mean he he was there for twelve years. I mean it's over a decade. I mean that's. That, that's a long time in, in coaching specifically. Well, who are the most successful coaches in, in this sport and in, in the other sports? It, it's it's Belichick and uh, Saban over there, and they've been there a really long time. Like, why not? Like, why is, is that not te- the textbook way to do things? Like, is that how, how like, I, I get, like, doing something that long is, is hard, but I, I just, I wouldn't have left well, the job Nick, for that. Nick, I, Nick Saban coached at LSU before he was at Alabama, so... Uh, the, all all these coaches have where they coached before they uh, were super successful and have been for a long time. So how long do you think he'll be at LSU then? I'll set the over under on five years. I'll take three years. I think LSU okay. has bizarrely like, this is the other thing. He's probably gonna have a higher standard over there. So he's going to be fired in three years. Nah, see, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think, especially with, uh, with, with, with football, they got to give you enough time to recruit your own guys. So it's right when you get to four, you can't use the excuse of, well, I was using the, the other guys, guys. So I, I think they'll, they'll give him plenty of, uh, of runway. That's all right. There is probably absolutely some truth to that, but isn't there has to be some truth to, Hey, we get the second most, if not the top most top recruiting of anyone else. Like what? And you couldn't win with it? I'm sorry. No, that's not good enough. Like, I I don't care if it's the other guys, guys. It's still awesome, guys. It's the best of the best. Oh yeah, I mean he's gonna be playing in the in, in the SEC. So if if you're not bringing it every week, it's gonna be a problem. And LSU fans and boosters they're expecting expected W's. But I, I think they're if if you hire a guy and then you're immediately firing to just what you said about hey, what are you uh like oh don't don't you want to keep someone there for a while if you're just going through guys you know like the you know the sacramento kings going through coaches like that is just as bad on the other side yeah all right are we done with football talk or you want to do some uh some other coaching talk we got uh Uh, i think 
I think uh, I think I think we got enough out of you, don't you? Yeah, I, I imagine I'll end up watching one of these games. It's gonna be terrible. Alabama's gonna destroy Cincinnati, and I'm gonna say, why? Why does anyone watch this? Like, I thought this playoff was supposed to be like March Madness, where a team like Cincinnati has a chance to win. No, 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 no. That you, who told you that? That's a lie. Well, well then, why do we have it? Truth. We want it to be more like that. It's if anything, it's no, no. Well, some people do. Some people like it this way. I would be a fan of it expanding to to eight. And a little more of maybe there's some upsets, but there's a reason that Alabama is at the top every year because they are head and shoulders above everybody else. And at least one of these games is going to be an absolute complete blowout. But the good thing is it's it's Friday night, it's New Year's <laughs> Eve. Make yourself a uh, you make yourself a cocktail. I'm sure you can find something else on TV. But if you're going in expecting both of these games to be good, oh, you're going to be disappointed. It's it's like the uh, you know the, the the big fights. You always get excited for the big fight, and how often does it actually come through? Once in a blue moon. Most of the time, you go through. It's like, why do you get all excited for this? This was terrible. This was they were just hugging like most of the time. So manage your expectations. Man, did you hear about that celeb uh, athlete fighting thing? The uh, Frank Gore versus Darren Williams. I heard about it. Yes. <laughs> what is what's the story behind that? Like, did Frank Gore just play football last year, and didn't Darren Williams retire like five years ago after LeBron cut him? <laughs> All sounds accurate. Okay. The, I, I I've mentioned this before with the uh, with the celebrity uh, boxing with the with the YouTube stars. Don't care. No, no, no care I, at I'm, all. I'm not looking to watch. I'm not looking to watch amateur amateur fighting. It, it does doesn't do it for me. Do you? care to at least say who you think will win because i'm not sure no idea. i'm not sure who's gonna win and that's, that's i don't like, know their i don't know their, their their sizes frank gore is probably the most durable football player to ever play football and darren williams well a, a great skill player at, at one point i mean i i still don't know what happened i gotta with, imagine darren williams towers over frank gore but i have no idea I'm pretty sure Darren Williams was a fighter prior. Like, I think he was a college wrestler or something as well, too, or something. Maybe high school. I, I feel like I, I heard that somewhere. I don't know. Maybe maybe that isn't true. Anyways, a fascinating battle. I, I generally, like you said, yeah, these celeb things. Fascinating? Are How is it fascinating? It's two guys, two athletes that are going to box. How is that fascinating? This is not their sport. You know, Frank Gore. Would, would it be fascinating to watch Tyson Fury and Maria Sharapova play golf against each other? Would that be fascinating? Why is the boxing fascinating? I think it's fascinating because these are athletes I'm actually familiar with. I'm not really familiar with the YouTube star, and I also think being an athlete gives you a better chance than being a YouTube star or just a regular old celebrity. These guys have actually worked on their fitness. They've worked on a skill set. It may not be this skill set, but I think they have that that skill set that it takes to learn this skill set. <laughs> And I don't know why they're doing it. Is it just a cash grab? Is that it? Like, or are one of these guys actually uh, a really is, good fighter? What if one of them's good? This makes this makes no sense to me that this is like piquing your interest. And I, I like Frank Gore. You, You're not like, a Frank Gore. I gotta fan. drag you like kicking and screaming for the college football playoffs. The four, like it's the final four of football. Or like college basketball, it's, uh, you're just like completely out on. But this, this is like, oh, oh yeah, let, let me check this out. You know, these these guys are really honing their 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 secondary craft here. It's it's amateur. It's very much like college, college anything. Yes, it's amateur. 
I get that, but no love for Frank Gore. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I just want to see Frank Gore. I want to see what Frank Gore in a fight would look like. All right. And from my understanding, he was a very respectable, nice guy all of his career. I'm sure he put some beatings on people earlier, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he's gonna. I I just think there's something fascinating about the guy. All right. I don't think he's your normal athlete. He's not your normal retired athlete either. He's he's Frank Gore. I I think that's worth something. He'd probably kick well, all the college to, players' you ass. Yeah, you, you have to fill me in on how the fight goes. I'm not gonna watch. You know how late that thing's gonna start. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I I saw the headline and it was just nope. This is not this is not taking up part of my time. I'm not giving any attention to this. You'd you'd rather talk about the Home Alone house being available on Airbnb? Now that seems interesting. Does it now? Do you think it comes with the booby traps, or do you think you're allowed to make the booby traps? I don't think you're allowed to do anything. It's probably a museum in there of just everything's encased. What do you mean it's a museum? I bet you can't touch anything. Like, there's probably like don't do this. There's probably house rules. You probably sign a contract before you go in. Well, I mean, I think it'd be maybe closer to just like a normal Airbnb, <laughs> not like a museum, but just like hey. Don't uh, make it so gas comes out of the sink and is very flammable. Would you have interest in staying in it? I imagine it's outrageously priced and actually everything out there is going to be outrageously priced. So maybe maybe if you are going to spend it, you too spend it here. I think it's actually somehow like the reverse. It says the $25 stay for four guests. So I'm thinking the chance of you actually getting to stay are just, it's basically like winning the lottery. No, 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 no. I see you're not an Airbnb host. You don't, you don't know the tricks behind the, the craft here. Generally when there's that low of a fee, it means the cleaning fee is like a thousand dollars or something. And that's un un, you can't, uh, because of the booby traps. <laughs> the, if it, if it's really a, a low le- nightly fee, chances are the cleaning fee is really, really high because you can't dispute that. You get that regardless. That's like a deposit. You can't get it back. So in a lot of ways, they can cancel and get that money back, but they won't get the cleaning fee back most of the time. Uh, look look around. Have you ever looked for an Airbnb and you're like, wow, how is this possibly this price? It's like, oh, this is why. You read into the details when you go to check out and you're like, wait a minute. 25 a night i'm here two nights it should be 50 dollars and some tax and maybe a tiny fee whoa the tiny fee is is really big it's it's a hundred dollars it's, it's more than each night i am definitely not a fan of that and that's one of the things that i do not like about airbnb uh i i totally get that there are cleaning fees and that there are other fees but i, I like how it is on on SeatGeek where there's a like a little little toggle for show me what the fees are so I don't go all through this and go, oh, sweet. Yeah, like you said, $50. Like, that's exactly what I want. And then you go to cash out, and it's <laughs> 2050 Just be up front. Don't make me go click through and do all this extra work to find out that this is not what I what I wanted. Yeah, It seems very simple. Isn't it terrible? Like, we have enough spam on our general Google searches. Now we have to have spam on your, our Airbnb where you just get misled by this. Because if you do a price filter, which I think most people do, because why? Why even look at the ones you you don't like? I'm not paying for that. No yeah. one's paying. You know, keep it in your, your price range as well as the dates you have available. And then it's it's not easy to do it. it. There's nothing worse than when you're trying to book something and then it gets booked while you're doing it, and now it's no longer available for that date. And I just feel like there's there's crucial time when you're doing this, right? And, and 
mislead somebody like that is, is a terrible thing to do. Uh, we're working on our second Airbnb over here. Uh, it's a uh, it's it's an ongoing project. We put in a a floor in the other day, a little like laminate fake hardwood looking thing. It's mm-hmm. uh, it came out well. It's like a snap and something. It's click and snap uh, panels or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. It's uh it's a pretty square room, so it wasn't nearly as much of a project as I thought. Uh, you know, we tried to play around with the pattern, so it's not like a perfect. Uh, you know, like a brick grid. It's not like that. Like they're all a little different size. So all the creases and all that are kind of separated. And all in all, it was a solid project. I think it came out well. I should have some uh, some pictures later for everyone to see. It's uh, it's nice to go from from what it was to what it is now. That, that's kind of a good feeling. I haven't really renovated a place. Uh, I I never done this 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 much like work on this kind of things. But furniture is a nightmare, man. I don't know if you've ever been furniture shopping. This is like the real adult wake up call where you actually go to a furniture store. First of all, it costs a lot more than that uh, that one that was free on the side of the alley over there that we've, we've always lived off of. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a different price range for sure. And then the shipping on everything is, it's like, yeah, yeah, we can do the shipping, but, you know, uh, it, it might take a couple weeks to like a month and a half. And, you know, you might you might get it later, you might get it sooner, but <laughs> it's like, what? So, like, I can't have this? I can't just... I, th- I thought there was a store. I came here, said it was in stock. I can't just leave with it. Well, now we don't really do that. Like, well, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go somewhere that does do that. I don't care if I got to go to like an antique store and just walk out with something. Uh, struggle, Struggling market out here, man. Uh, trying to find a couch. We have a huge space, so the, the size is actually really flexible. It's not even like we're limited to something smaller. But I'm struggling to find something that is... A little bit more pet friendly and easier to clean. Like I don't need, I don't need to be buying a spotless leather thing like that. Like I don't need to spend money on that. But it's got to be at least a fabric that'll clean well and just won't stain or show stains that easily. And apparently everyone else is looking for the same thing because I can't find it. <laughs> you know, I and mean, we're stuck with a clean. You mean other people want want stuff that uh, that doesn't stain or also doesn't appear to stain? I I thought people would be much this more interested. Shocking. I thought in people it. wanted their stuff to be stained all the time. I oh, think man, I thought more people when they became adults just suddenly bought white stuff like white clothing, white everything, and they you know we're adults now. We don't make spills or accidents anymore. Like I I'm not ready to be that kind of an adult, so I don't want the white couch. I want I want the dark couch that yeah you know uh can uh, handle a little wear. <laughs> it's not. It's not going well. It's terrible though, but I'm 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 pretty much almost done with everything else. I don't have a couch. I got a 77 inch TV, and I don't have a couch. <laughs> like there's nothing worse <laughs> you can than stand and watch. I have I have one of the greatest entertainment systems I've ever owned in my life, like by far, and I I don't have anywhere to sit and enjoy it yet. <laughs> it's it's killing me. <laughs> one thing at a time. Oh yeah, but uh, you uh you did some celebrating yesterday, right? Uh, big old birthday. We got we got about like four minutes before I'm uh I'm signing off. Here. I uh not 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 too much. The uh the, the, the football game was uh, was the main portion of it. It uh you know Monday Monday birthdays aren't as exciting as, as weekend birthdays, so kinda did uh some, some, some early early celebrating, but it was uh it was uh, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Like I said, we got we got we got the uh, the big win versus versus Buffalo. We're we're right where we wanna be. I, I did get a gift. It was mentioned to you. It was supposed to arrive before Thanksgiving, giving me the opportunity to actually hand it to you and not just give you some Amazon shipping box. And Yeah, go ahead and open it now. Here you go. But 
It came the day after Thanksgiving, which was just brutal because it just just missed you just by a little bit. <laughs> now I, I just the day. I debated on whether or not I want to tell you or not, but now that we kind of have this little open window here, I think I'm just going to tell you. It's uh, it's like a seat cushion with the, the Duke logo on it uh, that you can sit on. So uh, all these games you keep traveling to on those terrible hardwood uh, benches you're, you're probably been sitting on. This this might be a little helpful in your adventures uh, out and about. Uh, traveling in and comfort and style. I like it. Yeah, I, I think the comfortable way, though, would be to sit with the Duke thing down so nobody ever sees it. But I don't know. I'll, oh, I'll let you okay. decide. I think it's... I think it's reversible like that, but that that's that's what uh, I would do. To, I don't, but I would I'll be nearly surprised. Check out the, uh, the the comfort. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah, I'll check. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll make sure to get that to you before uh, the basketball season's over, so you can actually use it somewhere. <laughs> Excellent, excellent news. Uh, well, I, uh, I I appreciate you uh, getting me a gift, and uh, look forward. I'll see you uh, like around Christmas time, and then we'll uh, able to uh, get that. Yeah, it's not gonna get any use now. I'll tell you that. I don't know. I got plenty of toilet paper here. We don't. We don't need that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we will be back on Monday next week. I assume schedules uh, should should sync up. And hope everyone's staying safe out there. COVID is very much not gone. Uh, yeah, just just wash your hands and, and wear the mask where they tell you to. And you already know the rules. You don't need to hear it from me. Just we're, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get there. I don't know how, but we're. We've, it was a better year. Next year should be even more improved is, is what I'm hoping for. So that's uh, that's the podcast for today, and we'll be back. Little column A, little column B.